<laughs> you know what time it is? Game 621? Yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> Already lost. Am I drooling? Yeah, the autopilot is even asleep while the car is driving. Yeah. <laughs> Just put it on. Uh, He's like cruise huh, control. Oh, I'm already here. <laughs> Lane assist. Hello, welcome to Entertain This, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. My name is Hayden. With me, I have Tom. Hi, Tom. Image. Hey. Today we'll be discussing my punishment. Of The Mask Rider. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Along with my movie review of a movie called Vengeance. And a vengeance. <laughs> Mitch, what are you reviewing? Friday Night Lights. Oh, the, the show? Yeah, I've never seen it, so I watched really? a little bit. Yeah. I thought that... Uh, and I get yelled at for watching old stuff. I, th- <laughs> I thought about that, and I was like, well... Shut up, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody likes you, Tom. Shut up. <laughs> I'm the best one on this show. We all know it. Tom, what are you reviewing? My friend, Pedro. Oh, what? that's apparently a game. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but before we begin, let's talk about our social media. Well, you well. can go to entertainthispodcast.com, which will take you to our Entertain This Facebook group and page. You can also go to our TikTok and Twitter. Our Twitter is at this.entertain. You can also go to our YouTube, which is Entertain This! Exclamation point. Let's go. All right, so I had to watch this show called Masked Rider. And he, he kind of did. He watched one episode. But I took two episodes worth of notes. So. He watched a whole 20-something minutes. Yeah, And he well, took a 40 lot, minutes of notes. A lot of it was uh, the intro. Our so. Hayden's so dumb, it takes him an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. That's right. <laughs> There's very few people like me. Let's begin. We open on a planet called Edenai, I think. Edenoi. Edenoi. All right. You already know more. More Edenoi, but... Just put your notes down. (laughs) Weird gas mask people wearing... uh, Weird gas mask wearing people farming poison for an alien-looking samurai on an actual horse. That didn't make any sense. That was like... I was like, why is that... Why is there horses on this alien planet? (laughs) And the horses aren't wearing gas masks? No. No. (laughs) It's totally safe for the horses. Everybody knows the horses are immune to most gases. (laughs) Uh, some skeleton-looking spaceship is plotting. That's all I got from that. I don't know what they're plotting. Uh, there's no way you can understand what they're saying because they're using too many alien proper nouns, you know, like uh, Count Dragon or the blah, blah, blah incursion. You just don't know what they're talking about. The blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're just saying things and acting like it's a big deal, so you're just like, oh. You fell asleep during this part, didn't you? Nope. I was t- I was actually typing as I was watching, and then, like, this... This is one of those shows where you have to watch like two or three times. Now, essentially, this was a spinoff from Power Rangers because they had two episodes in Power Rangers where... Master Rider. Yeah, where he appeared, yeah. and then they, then they made this show off of Power Rangers. Mm. Yes. So. <laughs> yes, quite. Back to planet Edenai or whatever. Edenoi. A Furby-looking animal named Furble is shot by evil samurai. Anyway, Prince Handsome <laughs> runs from the samurai. Prince Handsome. <laughs> we still don't know what's going on except that the pretty... People are running from the ugly people, and the ugly people want to blow up the earth. No idea why, but cut to earth. <laughs> <laughs> they literally say, do this to earth, and you're on this alien planet and stuff. You're just like, what's earth got to do with any of this? They're too pretty. <laughs> yeah. The skeleton spaceship poops out an egg that crash lands on a construction site and makes a grody dude that looks like Cell from Dragon Ball Z. He just pops out of that thing. Yeah. Like little horns and things pop out of him. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> now we're looking at an overly 90s family with terrible acting skills. Parents and two kids that are all from different races. No explanation. Don't ask questions or you're racist. Good news. Furby is alive. Yep. Back to the confusion of the weird alien planet. Pretty people run f- to an old man. A really young dude in a Gandalf get up. That's the old man. He says that the only, only the masked rider can defeat the evil, insert, constant, heavy, ominous name. <laughs> <laughs> The prince, who is clearly named uh, who's Jeff Dex. There you go. <laughs> it's some harsh, like, you know, white American name. Dex. It slashes when, when you yep. say it. Dex. <laughs> he shoots up into the sky to earth. No idea why. Furbus is sad. The Black Eyes P, the Black Eyed Peas family sees Dex crash. Weird stuff happens. Bucket of slime falling kids. Uh, the dad declares he knows what's happening. Um uh, 
Did you watch this? I did. <laughs> Dex crashes into Asian mom's petunias, and she's more upset about that than the Superman-looking kid standing in a smoldering crater. The dad declares that he can detect aliens, but is frustrated that he doesn't see one, like the Superman-looking kid standing in a smoldering crater. They uh, they give Dex a juice box. He literally eats the juice box, and they laugh at it. And its contents. Yeah. He's like, oh, he declares it delicious, and they just like look at him like he's a weird kid you know, from Toledo or something. So, uh, uh, sorry if you're a listener from Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mike. Dirty Mike and the boys. Um, they have a weird comical mo- moment. One of the kids out of nowhere announces that they are orphans. Conversation continues like nothing happened. That's that's <laughs> that that's their you know reasoning for the Black Eyes Pete family. Um, Dex plots. Uh, he plot explains everything. Still no idea after that. But apparently, uh, the gist is an evil dragon guy uh, is trying to farm an evil army called the Insectivores. That's the name. Whoa, they sound bad. Dex has to be the mass writer because destiny. And uh, the evil guy is Dex's uncle. Of course he is. Typical. The universe is in peril plot. And I can only, and he can be the only one to save it. But I'm super, but he's super cool and quirky because uh, he's different. The family adopts him and he learns about their culture through TV. Mm-hmm. Ferb Nuts shows up. <laughs> Evil cell character shoots a predator laser beam at an electric tower. The news uh, reports the creature like it's a typical Tuesday. They're just like, oh, no, there's this weird, strange monster here terrorizing the small town. You know, cur- some dude will save us. Yeah, cur- curfew in effect. Just, you know, go about your day. Uh, <laughs> go play Nintendo till it blows over. This that, is in the Power Rangers universe. They're, they're just hoping somebody will come and save them. Right. You know? The Power Rangers. <laughs> so, like, the Power Rangers share the same Earth? Yeah. Okay. Well. They were busy fighting someone else at the time. Yeah. They yeah. could have said something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was finals week at Angel Grove. <laughs> they were too busy studying. Dex raised for war, and guess what? It's morphin' time. Er, ecto-phasing time. <laughs> That's uh, The mass Rider looks like a uh, Super Saiyan man. Yeah, he does. He, yeah, he kind of looks like Super Saiyan. He's man. got the helmet with the giant eyes, and then he, ants ma- he ant-mans out. He, like, shrinks himself. And then an awkward to-be-continued card flashes up. And uh, you know what? I didn't continue. <laughs> you never even saw him fighting on his dirt bike? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I barely made it through that. Your new punishment. Watch episode two. Oh, no. He fight, I think there's another episode where he's fighting like a guy that basically looks like he's wearing khaki, like long khaki pants with like blue shoulder pad armor, like football armor. And yeah. he's like a Cyclops helmet. <laughs> With a pistol. <laughs> and they're like riding past each other, shooting at it's one like, point. like, what is this, Mad Max or something? <laughs> Pretty much. This Thunderdome? <laughs> uh, so this is basically like Hayden. Uh, it's like, oh, you've been punched. Did you watch it? No, but I read the Wikipedia. <laughs> exactly. No, I watched it. I watched it. And, you know, it felt like an hour. It was only 20 minutes. does not count. But I'm, I, I legitimately, it was better than nothing. I was like trying to cram this in last minute. So After uh, a whole I, uh, week. <laughs> a whole week. This is what he did. He watched a tw- he watched twenty minutes. <laughs> I was on military leave thank, for the whole week. Thank God you managed to squeeze us into your just busy schedule. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys understanding. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to movies. Who had movies? You did. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, the Hayden Power Hour continues. So I watched a movie called Vengeance, Vengeance. but it's not as gnarly as it sounds. <laughs> In a world. It's a movie directed by B.J. Novak, um, who is the the dude from The Office. He's the one that... Um, yeah, yeah. The I don't know who he plays, but he's I know like you're a, talking he, about. He's a writer on the, on the show, and then he ends up being a... Uh, yeah, he was in Inglorious Bastards. Yep, yep, yep. So he survives the movie. <laughs> he does, which is saying something. So this movie's about uh, a writer for The New Yorker, and uh, he's trying to break out into podcasting. So um, one night he he's woken up to a call from some dude crying, and he says essentially like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but she's dead. You know, he's like, who? And he's like, uh, Amelia or Ophelia or whatever her name is. Amelia! Yeah. Oh, sorry, your honey. Yeah. She, 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 uh, she died last night. They're saying drug overdose, but we have some questions. And he's like, Who? <laughs> 
and and, and then the guy's like, you know, her, you, we, we, you guys had all these moments. She she said that you guys were uh, like ba- basically engaged at one point. And he was like, oh, and then the guy like guilts him into coming to Texas to her funeral. So he goes, but that's when he discovers that he's got a great opportunity for a podcast about like, you know, the real human experience and what America means and all this other stuff. His reasoning for the podcast changes like 15 times throughout the movie. And it starts out where he's like, you know, a goofy city guy, uh, you know, intermingling with like the, the harsh country folk of Texas. And then, you know, their clashing cultures sparks like an interesting relationship and it becomes friendly with them. And, uh, then, you know, of course you've come to find out that maybe she was actually murdered. And that's, dun, dun, dun. that's when the <laughs> podcast begins to change uh, again. And, uh, I won't spoil the ending, but the ending got weird. It's basically a comedy, but, uh, it's a, um, it's a whodunit film disguised as a comedy, but you didn't even know it was a whodunit film until the very end. And then when you do find out, it's not even a whodunit film anymore. It's something else. that it, it, I'm it, just it, mad that they bogarted our idea of how our podcast started and made a, a show out of it or made a movie. Yeah, where we had to go investigate it. I know. An overdosing <laughs> girl. Yeah, that we didn't know. His, in, podcast in is called, state. his podcast is called Dead White Girl, so, you know. That's a better name than this. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that draws you in. Yeah. Uh, it it was good. Uh, it was funny when it was funny. It's got Boyd Holbrook in it, uh, Ashton Kutcher, um, and then some other people you've never heard of. John Mayer's in it for like five minutes. That was strange. And they say a hundred percent a lot. So like, if you agree with somebody, you say absolutely hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, so that must be like a New York thing. I don't know. It's not okay. <laughs> when was the last time you were in New York? Been a while, but hundred percent. Yeah. Things change. They must—they must have coined that crap after I left. Yeah, it was—I guess he was from Brooklyn. I don't know, but anyways, so it was good. I—I I give it a seven out of ten. I think the ending was too much out of left field, where like you weren't just surprised; you were like alienated, you know. So, watch it for yourself. Let me know what you think. We should do a podcast movie. Comment, like, and subscribe. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> I like how you just like oh, gloss over what he just said. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right, moving on to my news. If I can get my phone to work. Uh, guess what? There's going to be a uh, Goonies and Lost Boy reboots, and Corey Feldman has nothing to do with it. I knew they, I knew they had a Goonies. I didn't know about Lost Boys. Yeah, they're talking about it. Is, uh, what about Kiefer Sutherland? I don't know. Uh, I guess it's still he, in the primordial phase of it all He right might now. be busy beating up people for no reason. But uh, they have come out with one of the first bits of news for these remakes is Corey Feldman will be nowhere to be seen because <laughs> he's like psycho and nobody wants to work with him, which is funny. He's too busy doing like his like ska band. I thought that failed. Oh, it did, but he he, he doesn't know. Oh. <laughs> He's just trying. He doesn't to realize it yet. He hasn't, he hasn't yeah. noticed. How yeah. am I doing today, Corey Feldman? You're doing great, Corey Feldman. All right, I'm gonna keep it up. Um, apparently, like She-Hulk exists entirely because of uh, something that they changed in the script of Black Widow, like last minute. I don't know. That's news to me. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm just kind of reading <laughs> like the. The highlights of random movie news because there's not much right now. So, Virginia Patton Moss died, ninety seven. It's a wonderful life. Yeah, she's there the last surviving actress from that movie. There you go. That's wonderful news. Sorry. That's, that's <laughs> well done. Can, that's all I can. <laughs> Thank you for I'm, giving us I'm a glad, plus effort this week. I'm glad you worked. Yeah, I'm glad you worked really hard this week. Yeah, good job, Hayden. It's been you a, a week. You have fulfilled your weekly obligation to the show. <laughs> I, I'm doing what I can. He showed up, right? Yeah. I, hey, just buckle up. Trivia's going to be great. All right. I'm sure. No, this is when he's going to tell us about like his next fever pitch dream idea. <laughs> where like, It's like a Powerpuff Girls spinoff, but it's like us, but it's like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good idea, actually. All right. Who had TV? I did. Go ahead. Well, anyways... Even though I mentioned uh, to Tom not to do stuff that's older, I uh, did it anyway. I got yelled at. <laughs> I, uh, Shame. <laughs> I, Shame. <laughs> I was watching something on Netflix, and then it popped up as like a, a suggestion that I uh, should watch Friday Night Lights. And I love the, the movie that came out in, like, was it 2005 or 2004? And uh, I'd never seen the TV show, so I watched the, the TV show Friday Night Lights. 
it uh it aired I think it was NBC from 2006 to 2011 but right oh. now it's all it's all on Netflix um it stars uh, Kyle Chandler as a uh, coach Taylor Connie Britton is uh the coach's wife which she actually played the coach's wife in the movie Friday Night Lights mm-hmm. um uh Taylor Kurtz is Tim Riggins which she's uh the guy off of uh Lone Survivor uh that was like the lieutenant that dies on the hill. Like, yeah, he plays Lieutenant Mike Murphy. He plays he played John Carter. He plays Gambit. Yeah, he was Gambit in, in um, uh, Terminal List. I know him as John Carter. Yeah. He was in that horrible film, Battleship with Rihanna. <laughs> One of Jesse Plemons' first roles. He, he plays Landry Clark, which is like this just nerdy kid. Was he like super scrawny? <laughs> he was. Yeah. He, uh, he, he's like the, the math tutor for some of the friends and stuff like that. Um, he's the nerd for the football team. Yeah. Adrian Palicki, she plays a girl named Tyra, which is like, don't want to call her like the the town bicycle, but she she plays mm. like she plays like this really like kind of trashy girl that yeah. you know she promiscuous. Was in, she was yeah. in uh, Supernatural, right? The first episode. Yes, and she I, she I know her from uh, the Orville. Yeah, she she was on that. Uh, she was on. Uh, uh, she was in the first John Wick movie. Yeah, she was in one or two episodes of Smallville. Bad Boys Two, I think. Yeah. Bad Boys Two. <laughs> yeah. But she wow, talked. That's better than Bad Boys One. She talked about this was like her first actual like big Miami, role. He's Miami Miami Vice. I can't remember. This this was her first big yeah. role where she actually got to act as far as like just being eye candy or having small roles in like existing TV so this shows. Is that one time. So she's talking about Smallville or Supernatural. Yeah. yeah okay. This this is her first like starring role where she's in the entire show all the way through. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I have I've only watched the first season so far, but it basically it takes place. In uh, Dillon, Texas, which it's Dylan. it's supposed to be Dylan. the Permian right Panthers. Gary, they had to, they had to name it the Dillon Panthers to you know for copyrights and stuff like that. But it's a Texas football team, and it's it's about their story, kind of like the movie. It doesn't focus just on you know play, them playing football, but it's their lives. And the show does a really good job of making the you know taking all the main characters, and you see a little bit of all of them in every episode. But it mm. does a good job of seeing a little bit of each of their lives through each episode. To where it doesn't feel like anybody's being left out, but you still have a good grasp of what all of them are going through as you go through it. Hayden wouldn't like this. Had the time of my life. It's it's one of those teenage dramas, but it's it's not like nowadays teenage dramas where it's just like overly like or it's just a bunch of rich kids looking at their whining. phones yeah. and complaining. Like Tim Riggins. Is, I don't know what gender I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, Taylor Kitsch is plays. I Tim. didn't spend enough money this month. <laughs> Taylor Kitsch plays Tim Riggins, which is basically he's just like this alcoholic kid who lives with his brother because his his parents like abandoned him. Uh-huh. So he's like coming to school and coming to practice drunk half the time. And yeah. his uh, their his best friend was the quarterback, but in like their first or second game of the season. He, their quarterback throws an interception. He goes to make a tackle and breaks his neck and basically is paralyzed from the waist down. Oh. So while he's trying to deal with that, he, you know, Riggins blames himself. So he, you know, gets more, you know, gets to where he's. Well, he didn't tackle the guy. Well, you Did know. Did he tackle the guy? No. Okay. That, that's where it plays into the story more. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it focuses on how this guy's coping with being paralyzed and how the team's focusing with losing, you know, different people. And it, it does a really good job of just focusing on the team. And their individual stories, while also focusing on the the broad story of them coming together what? and playing football. What yeah. came first, the movie or the show? The movie. Is that the one with the uh, John Voight, where he's like the lunatic coach? No, that was a uh, Varsity Blues. Okay, so this but, Friday Night Lights was the one with Billy Bob Thornton as the coach. Is there uh, the, the movie the the kid that's paralyzed dies in a car wreck or something like that, doesn't it? You're thinking, that's remember the remember Titans. Titans. Oh, my God. Yeah. He gets paralyzed because <laughs> of a car accident. Yeah, they're all running together. <laughs> but, yeah, this one, uh, it's got like an 8.7 on IMDb. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'd give it a strong 8, but uh, it, it's really good. Like I said, I've only seen the first season. I know it has five seasons, and they're, the first season's 22 episodes, and then I think it gets down to where I think the last two seasons are 13 episodes. So five seasons, do they get like new students every season? Uh, some of the characters, like most of them were juniors, except for like one or two of the main characters. And then like some of them were uh, sophomores. So they'll, they kind of work their way through. I know eventually Michael B. Jordan is in this show for, I guess a season and a half. Uh So different characters show up. It'll be when he's younger. So I'm assuming he'll be one of the football players that joins the team or something like that. Male cheerleader. Male cheerleader. (laughs) 
But uh, it, it does a, it's a really good good show. I, I, I want this show, but I want it based on cricket, and we can make Hayden watch it. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Friday night sticky wickets. <laughs> no sticky wickets, please. <laughs> the bowler he throws it at the batsman, and he hits a sticky wicket. He's going in and he runs all the way over there, and it was crumbling. <laughs> but uh, I'll go ahead on to my news, which uh, there's a show coming to Netflix called 1899, which it's... Is it about the game? Like the order? <laughs> no, it's... Uh, It'll air September thirteenth uh, in twenty twenty two, which this year, but it's multinational immigrants traveling from the old continent to the new enca- or to the new world encounter a nightmarish riddle aboard a second ship adrift on the open sea. So they're coming from what's know, in my pocket? <laughs> well, they, they as, they're, as they're coming across the sea, they they come across this other ship, and when they get to this other ship, it's just everyone on there is either dead or missing, and they you know got to figure out the mystery before they get. To America. Cthulhu. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it just says a mystery. Mm. Let's see. Then the next thing. Pirates. There's going to be American Gigolo on Showtime. It'll be uh, starring John, John Bernthal. Bernthal. Yeah. yeah. It uh, follows Julian Kane after his wrongful conviction, releasing a release following 15 years in prison as he struggles to find his footing in the modern-day Los Angeles sex industry. <laughs> so... <laughs> It sounds that'll be in- interesting. interesting. Yeah, how much money are they paying John Bernthal? Because I can't picture him just being <laughs> explained this and just going, "Yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> he probably went, "Man, get out of my house!" And they just slid the check across the table. He went, "All right, <laughs> one season. <laughs> I'll see what happens." And then a change of gears, pun intended. We're going to a. There's going to be a, a show called Cars on the Road. Where it's going to be like a road trip TV series, that starring sounds awfully like the Grand Tour, starring Lightning McQueen and Mater on wow. Disney Plus. Oh, it's just going to be a road trip series between the two of them. That's dumb. On your road again. Comes out September eighth. <laughs> Must well just give us like the Buzz Lightyear and Woody show. Man, Disney is not doing well. Lightning McQueen and Mater go on a cross country road trip to see Mater's sister. <laughs> Tater. <laughs> That's Ron White. <laughs> I don't know. Ron White should play the sister. That's all the news I got, though. That's my brilliant idea. Your turn. Well, games. I played my friend Pedro. Mm. Blood, bullets, bananas. Mm. It's the tagline of the game. So it's a it's one of those like level shooters where it's not like it's not first person. Everything you're looking at the entire screen isn't scroll side to side. Mm -hmm. Where you like you run up the stairs, you go through a door, but all you can see everything as it happens. Yeah. I mean, the graphics aren't terrible. You play as a man called Pedro. Uh. You wake up unconscious, and a banana's talking to you and teaches you all your cool moves. Okay, that seems pretty, you know, par for the course. Pretty par for the course. I mean, the guns aren't necessarily auto-lock, but you can... There's a lot of, like, neat neat things you can do where you can, like, run, do a flip, separate weapons, shoot two people at the same time in slow motion, land, dodge bullets, jump through a thing, shoot two other people simultaneously, and then just run off into the night. Okay. It, it's a uh, came out in like 2020. Just came out on Game Pass. Why is he shooting people? There's a plot. Oh, <laughs> you didn't pay attention. To the, plot. the main bad guy in the beginning is Mitch. Oh, okay, that's good enough to know. Suspiciously looks like Mitch as well. <laughs> He's Mitch the butcher, who makes his living <laughs> you know, grinding up dead bodies and rats and serving it as meat that's to people. Really? Yes. Oh well. And you have to kill Mitch. <laughs> Mitch the butcher. butcher. By the way, we're going to have a barbecue late now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> so you have like this talking, floating banana just following you around while you just run and level shoot your way through all these bad guys. And some of it's a little bit puzzle-based with like, you know, at the beginning it's just, you know, run up the stairs, go through the door, go to the next room, kill everybody, run up the stairs, go through the door, whatever. And then there's at a certain point there's like levels you got to, you have like platforms that lower, but things will raise up and you have to like hit it in sequence and he'll bounce off a wall, jump through something, and scroll th- like Indiana Jones your way out. Huh. So, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of fun. I played for about an hour and a half. Would you call it a roguelite shooter like everybody else describe, describes every game nowadays? A roguelite shooter. Yeah, if you look at the Game Pass description for all these indie games that are coming out, yeah, it involves a gun. Hang on, let me pull it up. Let <laughs> they, me pull up the wiki. And they see just if it says it. They say roguelite for everything. What, what does roguelite mean? What does that even mean? Rogue. <laughs> Lights. I don't know what it means. No, no, no. Uh-huh. See, my friend Pedro is a shoot 'em up mm. video game developed by the Swedish developer Dead Toast. <laughs> so it's a rogue heavy. It's, <laughs> it's Swedish heavy, is what it is. It's okay. just drowning in Swedish fish. Gerda Bergen. Hinga dinga 
it's not bad. It's just it's mind numbing. It's basically I, I did it on played it with the cloud. It's like two gigs, but I was like, <laughs> I'll try cloud gaming it, Stop and it this runs. Minus, minus. That cloud gaming though yeah. is awesome. I bet because <laughs> I was looking for something to play, and I was like, let me just see what's on the Game Pass, and it was like, oh, I got cloud play on this. Click, start, boom, here we go. Yeah, and then I was like, I don't like this game. This looks complicated. <laughs> I don't like it. Quit. Let me try this one. Cloud. And here we go. <laughs> Didn't even have to download something. Let's so if, if you're looking for a mind-numbing way to spend an hour, I recommend my friend Pedro. Do you ever have to vote for him? No, you do not vote for him. At no point does his best friend Napoleon Dynamite show up. Otherwise, this game would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> In fact, I want Napoleon Dynamite the game. That would be awesome where you just like fight Walk around with your nunchuck skills. You can ride a llama. Yeah. And like that's how you summon it. Tina, you fat lard. <laughs> Let's go get some dinner. <laughs> he like collects tots. The like. ultimate boss is Uncle Rico. <laughs> he has to like get fast ways throwing steaks at your face. He tries to do like uh, leg sweeps and just gets slapped in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Think I got Ryan was a dress like Peter Pan here. Forget about it. <laughs> Better sense. Why don't we write this down, Mitch? Yeah. We're making this game. <laughs> this is our idea. You can't take it. We're making Napoleon Dynamite the game. The, me- the mini game is like where you try to throw the football over a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> I could be, but it's going a quarter mile. You just hit the A button as much as you can as fast no, as you No, you have can. to try to go back in time where he's just sitting there getting <laughs> electrocuted. <laughs> Turn off, Kip. <laughs> no, like, like the mini game is him just playing tetherball by yourself while time after time by Cindy <laughs> Lauper play. So that game exists. Well, that uh, and fun. stay tuned for the first Entertain This Game release of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. uh, Blade. Ubisoft is working on it. Apparently, it's in uh, development. Really? What is Blade? Like Marvel Blade. Oh, they're making a game. Blade, okay. Blade. So uh, I, I'm guessing it's probably going to be Assassin's Creed sort of-esque since it's Ubisoft. I guess. There hasn't really been much just because Marvel's obviously they're working. Because there's rumor there's going to be an Iron Man game, Black Panther, and now Blade. Interesting. They got a lot of work to do. They do have a lot of work to do. <laughs> to be honest, I don't care about any of those games. It depends on how they made them. Yeah. Uh, Amazon uh, apparently is working on a l- new Last Avatar or Last Airbender game. Yeah, they, no, they've been doing that. It's it's going to come out in uh, the same time as the movie. Comes out in November. Yeah. Which would be interesting. Uh, I think so. Warzone 2 release date's been bumped up. So Modern Warfare 2 comes out October 28th. Three weeks from that. Warzone 2 is going to drop. Oh, Allegedly. So. Allegedly. Unless they have some glaring issues. Which most likely will be the case. But they've had plenty of time to work on it. Also, FOV sliders for all consoles. Well, look at that. So, PCs, watch out. We're coming for you. I do have some more movie news since we're a little early. Oh, you Googled something? <laughs> I remembered something, actually. We were talking about it. The Ghosts of Tsushima movie. Complete Japanese cast in Japanese. Yeah. Entirety of the movie. I'm Totally okay with that. Yeah, there's some people in the West that are apparently not, you know. So you're telling me a movie about feudal Japan in the country of Japan where there are Japanese people. I think it's just... The fact that there's going to be that many Japanese people is upsetting. I think it's just an opportunity for people to whine. It doesn't matter. People love to complain. So... But if you if you play the game, you can see how much inspiration they draw from Akira Kurosawa and his uh, samurai movies. Like Seven Samurai. Yeah. A hidden fortress and all that stuff. They they draw a lot of that and like how when you're beginning a duel, how the camera like lines up and you know it'll uh, oftentimes the the lighting will be so stark it'll almost be black and white. Um, so it'll be the, the director of this movie has stated who is I can't I'll find the director in a minute, but he stated that uh, it's going to be you know very much in a Kurosawa vein, which I think would be awesome if they can. Somebody can kind of tap into that old uh, Japanese cinema uh, style and, and extrapolate it for a modern audience because I think that there's a lot to really appreciate that. I'd like to see that movie. <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a great story. I mean, obviously, it's a... I know you've been playing the crap out of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's mostly um, uh, fictionalized, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it it's it's an awesome story. And, you know, like, I thought it would have been repetitive, but I uh, I'm still hooked. So, it's directed by the guy who did John Wick. Um, and his oh, name yeah. is that, that wouldn't be terrible. Chad Stalinsky. Chad Stahel- Stahelski. 
I don't know. How do you say that? Sure. Chad <laughs> Stalinsky. Stahelski. There's no N in there. St- well, he didn't hold the phone all the way. I was trying to, like, catch glimpses of letters. I, was, no. I just had to edit my own way in. I think it'd be a great idea. I hope they do it. And I think that if you're going to do a video game movie, this would be a solid launch point to do that. So, there you go. All right. You should do Elden Ring, the movie. I don't know. Do you know the plot to Elden Ring? No, I have no idea. <laughs> Become so, the Elden Lord. Yeah, Become Elden Lord. Fight everybody. Die over and over. No again. one is on your side. <laughs> you die. It'd have to be like a, a Groundhog's Day kind of thing where you just die over and, and over, over again. again. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for this? Nope. No. 2001 A Space Odyssey. It's the stupidest movie. My favorite movie ever, and you can eat a bag of you-know-what. Here's mine. So let us begin. The first question what is the first act of the movie called? Oh, I don't know what it's called. Um, As a title card. Dawn of Man? Yes, Tom. I need his pen and paper, please. I thought you were going to be like, describe what's going on. <laughs> yeah, just just tell me the plot of the movie for five <laughs> points. That was five points? No. Oh. Tom has one point. Yeah. What do the apes war over? Tom. The watering hole? Yes, Tom. How is it depicted that the apes got more intelligence? Tom. The uh, monolith, and they're playing the music, and he picks up the bones. The bone, yes, I'll give you that. And he starts playing the drums. They use bo- they use a bone as weapons. If he just keeps talking, he'll eventually get it. Yeah. <laughs> when thrown into the air, what does the bone turn into through a match cut? Mitch. Satellite. No. Spaceship. Yes. Oh. Tom for four points. And Tom says he, he didn't research, but I saw it on his search history, 2001 A Space Odyssey. I so, watched So the, he researched. Uh, the only thing what? I watched was the ape thing, just because I wanted to see the... He says that. Dun, he dun, researched. Dun, there was a YouTube search dun, for 2001 dun, A Space dun, Odyssey. Dun, 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 dun. What else was on his search history, Mitch? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> All right, here we go into some more uh, troubling waters. What is the name of the space station that Floyd docks on? Space Station 5. Close enough. It's Hilton Space Station 5, but I'll give it to you. (laughs) Are you looking at my computer, Mitch? No. Was uh, the best Hampton one not available? (laughs) (laughs) Best Western? How much does the call to Floyd's daughter from space cost? 750. No. 150. No. 250. No. Tree No. Tom Seven dollars. Tom was closest. Oh. Three dollars with his first guess. Mitch, it's your one dollar. Mitch, it's your guess. A dollar. No. One twenty-five. No. One seventy-five. Close. One eighty. No. One seventy. Yes, Mitch. I yeah. knew there was a seven in the number. I just couldn't remember what it was. Dollar <laughs> seventy, and then like they. Camera stays on that, so audience back then could be like, "Oh my goodness, so expensive!" <laughs> Just to call somebody. <laughs> um, the metaphor for Floyd and the Russians preening over intelligence, surrounded by a circular table of drinks, hails back to what? The uh, monkeys at the watering hole. You got it, Tom. That was a guess. <laughs> this pretty, movie, this I, movie was stupid. I pretty much gave it to you through the question. How does Floyd eat his dinner? Mitch, he drinks it. Like yeah. through the little straw thing. I was going to say, like with a fork and a knife, like a normal <laughs> human. Through straw, because he's in space. Where on the moon is Floyd? Cowabunga! I should let you finish the question. <laughs> do, do you want me to finish the question? Yes. Where on the moon is Floyd going? Cowabunga! The crater, uh, Tycho crater. Yeah, I'll give it to you because it's even more specific. It's Clavius. Tycho crater's in Clavius. Oh, okay. I knew that. <clears throat> What happens when Floyd finally sees the monolith? A blinding flash of light. More specific. The the little loud uh, sound because the light hits the monolith at the top and it creates the loud sound. Well, it makes the radio signal. Radio signal, Tom. That's important for later. Um, That was a loud sound. (laughs) (laughs) What is the name of the spacecraft that Dave Bowman, Frank Poole, and Hal 9000 are on? Schnikes. Discovery. Yes. Something. Discovery one. Yes, Tom. I'll give you both a point for that. 
right. Um, what does Hal discover that causes Dave to leave? The, the antenna is going to malfunction. Yes, Tom. What does Hal suggest when Dave finds no faults? It was human error. No. Not yet. To reinstall it? Yes. And see if it was an error? Right. To reinstall it to see if the problem can be verified because HAL 9000... <laughs> is a perfect track record. Right. Never and, wrong. And he, like, like somebody we know. He would rather risk... Isn't that right, yeah. Hayden 9000? That's right. <laughs> that is right, Tom. Um, when Mission Control explains that another HAL system has proven that HAL 9000 is in error, what does HAL counter-argue? That it's human error? It is. Human error. Inher- humans are inherently prone error, to error. Risks. Erroneous. What do Dave and Frank plan to do about HAL? Disconnect hell. Yes. I'm pretty sure he watched this. I, I'm thinking to, 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 to know this much. I didn't. I saw this movie in high school. I don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe you either. <laughs> How does Hal catch them? Reading their lips. Yes, Tom. Yes, he watched this movie. He can lie all he wants. <laughs> I watched this movie like 10, 12 uh-huh. years ago. Yeah, you're so smart. There are three other crewmen besides Frank, Dave, and David Board. Uh, what happened to how disconnects the life support systems and kills them while they're in suspended animation. animation. I know these. I just don't hit the button. But before you finish, ask them question. You gotta, you gotta jump on that button. How does Frank Poole die? <laughs> well, he's on a spacewalk in the EVA. How disconnects him and sends him off into space. More specific, Mitch. I don't know. I fell asleep in this part. I just remember does Dave. Grabbing him and pulling him back. He's he like, already dead. So doesn't why he is cut he the, his life support? Mm, his oxygen out. hose. I'll give you that to you. He severs his oxygen hose. Uh, Dave goes after Frank in an attempt to rescue him, but Hal locks him out. How does Dave get back in? Manually override. Steve door. The airlock. Okay. Uh, give me one more detail. One more detail about how that works. I don't, I mean... Well, he defeats it manually by, like... I don't know what else you want either. <laughs> opening the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, and, the systems and locks. And what does he have to do in order to get in? He has to go into space without his helmet and stuff on. Yeah, I'll give it to you, Mitch. Jettisons himself into space with the manual emergency airlock. I don't remember that part of the movie. What song does Hal creepily sing while Dave disconnects him? I remember him singing a song. I don't know what it is. Dancing no. in the Rain? Nope. Singing in the Rain? Nope. The Clockwork Orange. Something on the Danube. Nope. You got a friend of me. <laughs> Sings Daisy Bell. Oh. Daisy. Jump by Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After Hal is deactivated, a video is played showing Floyd explaining what? The radio. The radio signal from Jupiter? Yes, that the monolith on the moon projected a radio signal to Jupiter. Their mission is to investigate it. When Dave reaches Jupiter, what does he discover? A third monolith. You're right. An even bigger monolith. It is. It's two kilometers long. It's monolith three. (laughs) Reloaded. (laughs) It's monolithic. (laughs) It's a monolithic monolith. The acid trip and cryptic foreshadowing of his death is a vision from the monolith showcasing what? Him in his spacesuit, and him as like an old man. What does all that mean? He's seeing his entire life. Mm, what in is, rapid. What is why? Why is he seeing that? I don't know. This is interpretation. So yeah, this is pure interpretation. I have no idea. And they do it for an obvious reason. I don't know. Command ten. Command Mitch. I don't know. Just show space and time, and that. What does he see? When, nothing. What does he see when he sees himself die as an old man? Death and rebirth. Okay. He's a phoenix. Getting closer. He sees the monolith at the foot of the bed. Yes, because the monolith does what for him? Sends he's, him home? It, <laughs> he's, he evolves into a new plane of existence? Yes. So the monolith, he, he sees his limitations, his current limitations as he is as a human being. 
So I'll give you a point for that, Mitch. And then he sees that the monolith can involve him by when we see a fetus in the last few shots of the movie floating outside Earth. What does that mean? Somebody took a lot of drugs when they made this movie. <laughs> Kubrick was tripping balls. <laughs> Dave has returned to Earth as the next step of evolution. That's what that means? That's what that meant? That's what, that's what that means. They, they okay. should have done a better job of explaining it. <laughs> well, read the book. <clears throat> All right. Bonus questions. Crap. These are for... <laughs> How can I let Mitch win? Three points apiece. Like it's, so far, like it's going to matter. <laughs> what, uh, what is the title of what Dave transforms into? What is his formal title? He's called something. Super Dave. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dave the fa- Dave the Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Dave. Nope. Super Saiyan Dave. Nope. Cell Dave. Perfect Cell Dave. Perfect <laughs> Perfect Dave. <laughs> I have no idea. I'll give you a hint. Child is in the title. Fetus. Nope. Child is literally. Child <laughs> title. Child Dave. All right. Child of Evolution Dave. He's called a star child. Oh. Where was HAL 9000 created? Earth. Yes. By people. Where specifically? It was a Midwestern state. Kansas. No. Utah. Nope. Colorado. Nope. Montana. The University of Illinois in 1992. Okay. Oklahoma. Why is the song <laughs> Daisy Bell particularly creepy if you know the real origins? Because somebody died in the making. I don't know. You guys didn't do any research into this. And you say, I'm unprepared. No, because you said it had to do with the movie, not yeah. like the backstory the behind the movie. Behind this. This, this is, is what the bonus questions are for. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, the first computer to synthesize voice sang the song. It was an IBM 704 in 1961. That was the first voice, computer voice, was Daisy, Daisy Bell. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, Tom won. Yay. And his, I didn't watch the movie. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> Okay. I watched the scene of the monkey hitting the thing. That's, that's all it. it. That's Just because I want to hear the... That's all he did. What's my punishment? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, what's his punishment, Tom? Nuki. <laughs> Nuki 2. Dookie. <laughs> now, you have to watch The Butterfly Effect 2. Okay. I didn't know there was a sequel. Me either. Wow. Apparently, it was ripped so hard. They're like, this was the most unnecessary sequel to anything <laughs> and the, did not need to be made. It also bears no semblance of the original plot. Is Ashton Kutcher in it? No. no. Okay. That's okay, though. I've seen it. You have, really? Oh, have you? And while it might not be a good movie, my uh, my, my, my TV crush is on that in that movie, so that's okay. I'll watch uh, no, it. No, 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 no. Who's no, your no, TV no. crush? Erica Durrance, the girl that plays Lois in Smallville. Oh, she's in all these crap movies, isn't she? she? Is. But these were all before she was on Smallville. So. Okay. Well, mm. don't, don't you worry. <laughs> Tom will get, get I'll you wa- No, no, no. I'll watch it. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. Stop it. Stop it. Just we like will, she's, you, she's in the movie House of the Dead. You're done goofed. She's in the movie House of the Dead. Like the video game oh, that yeah. turned into a movie. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, there's no plot to that game. How do you make a movie out of it? It's like somebody trying to make a movie out of Pac-Man. Has that happened before? It is happening. They're they're making a movie of that. Of Pac-Man. Yes. This? Oh, this movie looks terrible. I saw, the, uh, I saw the news about it. I didn't know if that would be one of your news. You have to watch Mac and Me. Oh, I've seen that. That was your punishment a while back. No, it wasn't. Or it was your punishment a while back. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah. I've seen it. I punished one of y'all with it. I couldn't remember who. I've seen Damn it. it. This yeah. is what happens when we go this long in the punishments. <laughs> All right, you have to, my uncle, my uncle, the alien. Okay. Have, has anybody I, seen that? Why do I feel like that's familiar? That sounds familiar. The president's daughter uses her extraterrestrial influence to spare the fate of a children's shelter in Los Angeles. Nineteen ninety-six classic. Okay. I feel like <laughs> this sounds familiar. Have you seen Brink, Tom? Brink? <laughs> I'm gonna make you watch that movie. <laughs> That was like a staple of my childhood, and it's so terrible. It does not live the test of time. Or, next, uh, next time I beat you in trivia. Luck of the cool. Irish. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that movie. <laughs> that movie was cool. Oh, break. Yeah, the rollerblading movie. You seen it? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Oh, darn it. <laughs> I, I, just, I just want to watch like some adult that didn't see that when we, you know, from when we were kids. <laughs> have them watch it and be like, oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, well, 
Oh, I guess we're done. <laughs> this is a short episode. <laughs> yeah. We breezed through that with, like, we knew what we were doing. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, I don't know. Anybody, want Anybody know a joke? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it for this week's episode. Uh, we'll see you next week for more hilarity and trivia. Who's doing trivia? I am. That Mitch is up. Do you want to announce? I haven't decided yet. Oh, he hasn't good. figured it out yet. No, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> That's you, I, I'm not. I'm not inclined right now to tell you what the <laughs> trivia is because yeah. I myself don't know. <laughs> you should do a movie that you really care about, and then I like how me, me and Tom will just crap on it like you guys did 2001: Space Odyssey. Here's another bit of trivia well, for you. That would not be the first time. <laughs> how many? How many Oscar nominations was 2001: Space Odyssey? Don't know. None. Thirteen. How many didn't win? None. One. <laughs> And how many, uh, what was it for? Best sound special effects. And who got it? Kubrick. <laughs> yes, Kubrick got it, and it pissed off a lot of his special effects team. So, All I know is I tried to watch this movie, and I was, was trying to stay awake the entire time. Oh, I thought this movie was stupid when I saw it as a senior in high school. Well, you're stupid. So I tried to watch it. Your movie's oh. dumb. Ha 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 ha. It's 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 not for the you know the feeble minded. I can tell you that. Much. I was sitting there, it just it's pouring <laughs> down rain. I'm sitting there watching the movie, this and is, I would fall asleep. And I'd be like, crap, I gotta rewind. This, this is Hayden's <laughs> premiere movie because like I was looking at the reviews for the Wikipedia, and it was like Hollywood stars walked out mud. I'm like, what is this bullshit? Yeah, you know who did? Rock Hudson. Exactly. He, he doesn't understand. Why a good wasn't movie. that a question? <laughs> he doesn't understand anything. I would have gotten that right. <laughs> it took me four hours to watch this movie because I kept having to stop and rewind. I feel like Hayden watches a little kid and just like that's where like arrogant brandon <laughs> first emerged like it was like it unlocked him it, no. uh, it was his evolution no. into being a douche my, my <laughs> and he just sat there like with his artur and his beret suddenly came into view and he's just looking at the television screen going like mm, yes. well, i was just trying to figure out how as a kid he liked this movie i i didn't like it until like i was in my late 20s oh, okay i thought you meant so. like as a kid you grew up liking no. this movie i was like how yeah no, I was way too heavy. What did Star it? Wars do to you? Uh, but all, like Star Wars wouldn't exist if it wasn't for this movie. So you're yeah, welcome. Star Wars is better. You're welcome. Star Wars has a, such a you know endearing plot compared to this, doesn't it? Dude, to, to watch that last bit of the movie, you gotta be high on something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there was like people were like re-releasing posters. Now, what happened like, was like there's a bunch of kids here smoking smelly what cigarettes. What happened was <laughs> is that the movie came out and then. Uh, it, Drugs. They, they tried to like take it out of theaters, but then the exhibition owners were like, "Wait, wait, wait! We're seeing this weird resurgence in people coming to watch the movie." And it was all druggies <laughs> dropping LSD, <laughs> tripping, they, tripping balls. They had just like, Bruh. they timed it. <laughs> yeah, they knew like at what point, like when yeah, I, I don't know, like Hal starts to murder people. Like, all right, drop your acid because that's what it's gonna <laughs> kick in. So. We're going for a ride, boys. <laughs> It's like these are the same idiots that are just like, if you play Dark Side of the Moon with Wizard of Oz, it matches up. <laughs> Pink Floyd did it on purpose. Yeah. Well, I, just, I was watching I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kubrick actually hired that special effects artist from uh, like the Tomorrow, uh, the the World of Tomorrow, that those like old science fair things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he saw something that he did and he hired him and it took him like two years to develop that. Yeah. I mean, so, I guess at the time, yeah. But. Yeah, they they said that if you took all of the mats that they painted for that movie, and you had one guy work on them, it would take thirteen years. <laughs> yeah. So it was a, it was a lot of special effects. I mean, Kubrick did crazy stuff for the movie. He he made all these sets that were revolved so that they could have the zero g effect of the people walking up the side of the spaceship and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then once he was done, he destroyed them because he didn't want anybody else to do it. So I mean, I'd say the special effects for the movie were really good, the way they did stuff. This is what, 1966 or 68? 68 is yeah. when it released. They've been working on it for a minute. So, you know. Yeah, that's, that's pretty solid for him time. and Arthur C. Clarke were like writing the script yeah. and the book together uh, for four years, I think. So, I mean, the monkeys weren't bad, but they weren't Planet of the Apes good. No, they were better than Planet of the Apes. The rumor has it that they didn't win the special effects for, or they didn't win for makeup because uh, they oh, thought oh, they Planet were. Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes won, but they thought that the uh, the rumor is is that the 2001 Space Odyssey didn't win because they thought that they used real gorillas. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, that's the rumor. I don't know if it's true or not, but yeah. So did they? Did, did I people, don't know. One, one of them why? died. That cheetah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they got away with all that stuff, like dropping them tapers on the on the you know those pig looking things. Yeah, where you see them like 
they're doing the mash cut of them like <laughs> going to war and collecting meat. You just like see them like get tased and dropped. <laughs> yeah, animal rights weren't prevalent back then. So. Animals don't have rights. Yeah. I animals are food. I love that movie. You know, the, the, the most expensive, complicated shot in the entirety of the movie was the pin. Oh, yeah, because I remember watching the thing on YouTube with you where they were talking about how they had to put it between two panes of glass. Right. Yeah, they spent like a million dollars trying to develop a contraption to float this pen perfectly. And and the the person that grabbed it out of the... Well, eventually Kubrick's just like, screw it, and he got a pane of glass and just made it super clean and then glued it. And then they had to like coach the, the actress in order to like pluck it without making it look like she's like grabbing it off of a hard surface or something like that. So <laughs> usually what film comes down to is just, we got to shoot this today, figure it out. <laughs> I need answers. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We drug this podcast out for another five minutes. So. Of, of angry yelling. <laughs> this is what the people like. That's what they like. Uh, shout out to our listeners in Belarus. Where's Belarus? Really? Educate the man, Tom. Eastern Europe. Close by Russia. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the Belarusians like that. Thanks for listening. All yeah. right. Well, Shout well, out to the, didn't we have like a whole bunch of listeners from like Slovenia or I something? Know. I don't know. At some point, we've had people from all over. It was like it was like 67 percent of like it was like American downloads. And then it was just like all of a sudden this other country was just like yeah, and we're like you guys. They're just collecting data on us. I'll be honest. We get play. We get listens from places that I've never even heard of. But we thank you for listening. Yes, we do. Yes, yes we, we do. do. I don't know how you understand this, but, you know. Maybe Mitch, we got like nine minutes. Who are those people? Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll be listening to in space one of these days. So maybe Hal 9000 will listen to us. I enjoyed your podcast, Tom. <laughs> He's already gone back in the time. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed your podcast, especially the hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was actually going to do good on this trivia because I was sitting here during the while we were, while we were doing you the You thought podcast. wrong. I was sitting here <laughs> looking, at, looking at plot. <laughs> on Wikipedia oh, yeah. reading, you didn't ask a lot of these questions. I thought you would have asked. I I thought everything was pretty curtailed to the plot. There's a couple like specific questions, but now nah. all right. Well, all right. Well, that's it for this week's podcast. If you got any suggestions or any ideas uh, to help make it better, by all means, message us on entertainthispodcast.com, and there you can reach out to any of our social platforms or directly to us on entertainthispodcast.com. Goodbye from Mitch. Bye. Goodbye from Tom. Bye, Tom. Goodbye from me. And goodbye. <laughs> I know you're gonna do it, so I just turn it off. That's why my hand just goes up just like hey.